and welcome to Wildfire. I am Melanie, your host, boldly sharing my heart through my voice with you. May you find introspections from my words to help you on your journey of self-discovery and speaking your own truth, so that we as a collective may benefit from you, the individual. Episode 9. Okay, so here's some real life. It's 10-12 on Sunday night and my boys are asleep on their air mattress. Because the bunk bed I bought them months ago off of Facebook Marketplace and stored is too big for this tiny apartment. And they wanted it in the closet. So they're sleeping on their dinosaur sheets amongst pillows and stuffed animals on their air mattress in the closet. They fell asleep at 8.30. They haven't done that. So they haven't gone to bed before 10 p.m. since daylight savings. We haven't experienced this dreadful spring forward daylight savings in four years. So rain never has. (laughs) It's been quite the time. But what it took to get them to sleep at this time is another story. I cleaned the house today. I canceled on our first day. Um, I was going to try out a babysitter because we have colds, and so obviously we're also trying to avoid people. I invited their dad, against advice, to come hang with them in town while I cleaned, and he declined because it wasn't in his comfort zone. They haven't seen him except for one time in the last three weeks. Long story. Typical story. Kind of. Anyways, I showed up at the house at 11 o'clock this morning. It usually takes me four-ish hours. I left there at 8 p.m. Not sure what happened. There was extra laundry to do, and the place was a mess, and I had the boys. But we don't have Wi-Fi at our apartment, so they were looking forward to a sick movie day. And so I was planning um, that they would do that. They did very good, but shit, time went fast. Um, (laughs) I was there for so long. But as I was cleaning, I was going through my usual podcasts and YouTube videos of people that I like. Which I will talk about in a little bit. Um, But I have a little bit more of real life that I want to share. So, got later and later. And um, I'm so glad that I packed extra food because... Um, as it got later, I switched gears and instead of rushing to get back to make dinner and get them ready for bed, which by 5 p.m. on my drive home, they'd probably nap in the car and then that would guarantee a late night. So I decided to do dinner at the house and shower them and get them ready for bed. That probably isn't professional to do, let alone share, but I know the owner, so it's all good. So they had their emergency jams I stashed away in my in my drawers that I keep in the back of the van f- just for this purpose. Um, and they had full bellies, they had their cold medicine and cough drops, and they passed out in the car on the way back home. Um, and a new home. If you've been following along, you know that I've 
been moving lately. Um, I moved into this apartment last Tuesday, less than a week ago. I slept on the floor for four nights, so my body is achy. I started my moon late because, well, you know, stress. Um, so that's been going on. And with that <laughs> comes living in true authenticity, coupled with major detoxing. <laughs> it's always a trip. And due to the stress and the hotel pool. Oh, yeah. We stayed at a hotel for three days because my mom couldn't handle us anymore. Um, now that I had the boys full time. So um, there was some quick adjusting last week. Um, so because of the pool and the stress, we're all sick. Um, and just so happens this week that every day I'm trying to convince myself that we don't have coronavirus. So I am here sitting on a teal steel borrowed chair at a desk I put together last night next to a lavender plant, salt rock lamp, and framed pictures of our lives in Hawaii, thinking, damn, I am alive. So far. But since I have had all this shit going on, and sleep has been my number one priority um, right now, the topic for the podcast that I wanted to do this week, um, I had no idea. I had no idea what to say. So with everything that's going on right now and everyone else talking about it, we might as well. Um... Some of the things that I listened to today also helped show me that I had a couple opinions about it. Um, so I guess that's what this one's going to be about. I don't watch or read mainstream media, wrong or right. I have my theories on why it's just not real news or good for the mass public. So I've been getting some bits and pieces of the information from these kinds of influencers online. All right, so let's just get it over with. I live in middle America. I grew up in a conservatively Christian area. I am in a relatively rural area of the state compared to the city. I know the outdoors, I know health, I know cleanliness. I also just came from three years spent on an island on an off-grid farm surrounded by highly spiritual, anti-government and conspiracy loving people. So when it comes to things like this, even though this kind of thing is new to most of us, I can see, um, I can see both sides of the fence. I don't want to take a stand. <laughs> Every day my mind changes. I'm, I don't have a strong opinion either way. I'm just taking it day, day by day. But I have conflicting ideas about how I feel about either staying inside in quarantine in a tiny apartment with two small boys or... Um, just not living in fear and doing the things I need to do anyways. Like, for instance, I really need to go to a, um, a government office and get some shit done, but um, that might need to be in for another week, which is what I've said for the last, like, four weeks. But um, when I was living on the farm, especially in the <laughs> eight months I went without a car... I had to really adjust my thinking on if I really needed to go into town. It took a lot of effort to go get diapers for Kingston or go to the laundromat or just go to the park. It took finagling the owner who believed anything off the farm was shit. 
We lived on a slice of paradise that provided food and beauty. What else could we want? So I adjusted. And, you know, I'll never not want to get out and see other things. I don't think I'll ever become like that. Um, But I could see myself relax into a way of life that was simpler and slow. People are freaking out right now. Well, (laughs) it's just the beginning. We've never had a snowstorm that's lasted six months, so we'll see how how long this lasts. But it'll be okay. It's okay to cancel plans, to not do all the things. It's okay to be bored. Hell, you guys, I don't even have Wi-Fi. (laughs) Um, If anyone wants to do me a solid and call that in for me, please be my guest. It's not that I don't want it. I just um, I just don't know if it's a necessity down on my budget right now. And also, every time I get on the phone, my friend, my kids seem to um, have some sort of emergency. Insert eye roll. But um, in the past, there was three months solid amongst random other times that I lived without electricity and running water. Out there, you get to know quiet. You see your tiny place amongst the Milky Way. You read books in the candlelight. You wake and sleep with the sun. You become intentional with your showers and the drinking water you collected. You have conversations, or you don't. You find so much more importance in the simple things. Maybe we will all see. Maybe we will all see the running around we do isn't necessary. Maybe amongst um, all of this, we can get back to relationships and books and creating. I really enjoyed Sunny Leonard Doozy's um, latest YouTube video called Instead of Panicking About the Coronavirus, dot, dot, dot. Um, she's a really fun YouTube influencer who speaks on social media, building entrepreneurship and financial things. So this one was great. Go check it out. Go, go check it out. She's Canadian. I don't know how you say it, (laughs) but she goes into some positive things we can focus on as we get into this weird time. One of the points I liked was how she was like, um, well, my job is pretty much perfect for this. I work from home, create help people and make a ton of money (laughs) so she's not affected like some are during all of these shutdowns which had me thinking I just got out of the restaurant industry like in January (laughs) after 16 years um I will pick up now and then but my main income's from comes from my own business um well businesses And I can work on and grow one of them from home and online if I had Wi-Fi and childcare. And the other is strictly online. But um, my main income is from cleaning rental homes. So um, today was my second one since everything hit. Um, Only one this month has been canceled so far. People still want to get get out, I guess, and take a few days away to do a retreat or a family reunion or whatever it is they do when they rent a big house. But as long as they still feel comfortable doing that, I can still make money. 
And when I go, it's usually just me um, or most of the time with my kids. And maybe I'll run into another person or two. Maybe someone's helping me or the owner of the house um, or sometimes the guests. It's not very many people that I, I interact with during my job. Um, so I'm kind of isolated when I do go to work. If, if I was thinking about it, if I was still working at the catering company um, or a restaurant like I usually do, that's a lot of people. And I bet right now a lot of weddings and parties are being canceled, which in turn means my income. If a house cleaning does get canceled, I still have so many things to do um, for my to-do list for my business. So um, if it is canceled, I can have the chance to sit at home and work on those things. Also, it's the cleaning business. So I am working with gloves and cleaning supplies all day long. Perfect. Just what we need to be doing. And this all ties together with my other business because I get to use those clean, eco-friendly, toxic-free products from that company at most of the houses that I clean. So with peace of mind, doing something to eradicate germs and bacteria, and partaking in both of my businesses... I am pretty thankful right now. This also shows me how much I want to work harder at both of these things. The prediction is this isn't going to be the last outbreak. So I am more determined to hone in and grow with um, the business of supplying health and wealth to people's doorsteps and make money with friends while I'm doing it. Obviously, there's a plug here. So hit me up if this interests you. I'd love for you to have toxic-free products to clean your home with, vitamins and supplements that boost your immune system, and add to your bank account all while being home away from the herd. Um, another video I listened to today was Dr. Romani. Um, her video on managing anxiety and uncertainty during the blah-blah-blah pandemic. So... Um, She's a specialist on narcissism, but she touched on points in this episode about the times now. Um, I really like how these influencers right now, they're really, they're speaking about how, um, you know, they feel responsible because they have this platform and they have these followings, so they feel like if they know a little bit about this or they have a little different take on, on this, then they should speak about it, and I and I truly love that. I guess it's probably what motivated me to at least use this podcast platform that I have to the five people that listen to me um, to share my thoughts. Um, I know, as if we haven't been talking about it enough already, which is why I said, all right, let's just get it over with. <laughs> Talk about something next week. Um, anyway, so Dr. Romani mentions how to reach out if you've been working on boundary setting and if you've been dealing with mentally unstable people in your life during this time. Um, I thought this was very interesting. So if this is something that makes you kind of nervous or anxious right now, go ahead and listen to this video. Um, and this one I listened to right after I listened to Teal Swan's take on all of this. And damn it, she speaks truth fire bombs. I love so much of her take on deep things. I've mentioned her before, but if you're ready for some seriously real, conscious, thought-provoking topics, go down her YouTube wonderland. I was going to sneeze. Sorry. 
Okay, but this one was called um, COVID-19. A manifestation of narcissism. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) So she won't talk about the normal. Wash your hands. Stay away from people that really are at risk. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, no. She goes much, much deeper as to why this really has manifested on our planet at this time. She predicted this in her New Year's video, um, which is kind of scary. The if you guys if you guys watch her, watch her. Because the way that she's so monotone and like not surprised and even cynical makes me know she's serious and she's even mad. You guys, we've all heard the basics um about all of this and we're coming up on months and months of the shit and it's supposed to get worse and it's not the only time this is gonna happen. So Let's get to the root of what this is all about. She talks about gaslighting, intentional financial benefits of this time for certain people, narcissism, statistics on other deaths like fires and obesity and why there's no reaction to those threats, and um, what fuels panic. So please go watch this video and ask yourself the necessary questions That'll really um, wake us up to what's going on and what the long-term change really could be. And like I have said in all my episodes, digging deep um, to make the real kinds of changes the planet and and humans need is hard and uncomfortable, but worth it. Okay, and um, (laughs) one other point I wanted to make was about health. Uh, I just saw this thing um, on Instagram and it was saying the world needs more health, needs health coaches more now than ever. And I thought that was interesting. There's a lot of jobs that are going to blow up because of all of this. And it's such a necessity. So good job, health coaches. I hope you guys get a lot of business. Um, so I know I say this while I'm currently sick, which is funny. Um, like... Like, I'm so sick that I I so badly want to call people and ask them to, like, bring me things. But I don't because that's so hard for me. Everyone else has their own stuff going on. So, sorry. Sometimes I'm the mom at the grocery store with my stuffy nose and my kids coughing. I'm sorry. It's not a good time right now. But, damn it. Who's going to watch my kids for me? Or who's going to bring me my groceries? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're all figuring this out. Um, But... Health has been a driving force to my decisions in the last eight years. I don't have it down, you guys. Like, um, I don't think there's such thing as having it down. It's always evolving, especially um, as I am a woman. But it is important for me to maintain a version of awareness on this topic. Right when this whole thing came out, I was laughing because it was so funny that the bottom lines that everybody was saying was... um, to get better was to eat a clean diet, to keep your immune system strong, to get sleep, to lower stress. I was like, oh, really? You think so? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm hoping this is a huge wake-up call for a lot of us to know that this should be priority. Um, yeah, I can't, I don't even want to go into, like, blood pressure and obesity, and I just, it's a hard one for me. It hurts my heart, so... So, 
I get a lot of shit from people who say there's so much energy and time put into um, the lifestyle that I live. Hmm, yes, <laughs> but my life is worth that. I'm finding balance in it. I always am finding balance in it, but I know that my life, my health, being there for my boys, um, having the energy, um, you know, having the occasional sickness is worth the time and effort that I put into cutting fresh vegetables or taking my herbs and supplements and minerals um, or not eating out all the time, which is another thing um, that's totally not lost on me. Since I lived in a house that didn't like like dirty things and cooking in the kitchen or the smell of food, I ate out a lot. And then I was living in a hotel and um, then I was moving with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So um, I ate out a lot. Um, I knew what the sacrifices were, so I don't wonder why we are all sick. I knew exactly what would happen when I stopped eating more well-rounded meals at home, but that's okay. We're resilient, and it's what I needed to do at the time. Um, it just doesn't need to be all the time. So I'm so glad to be back into a kitchen. My first meal that I made was sushi, which has been since the farm in Hawaii probably not even September, probably August, I haven't made sushi since then, so the boys and I really enjoyed that, um, and I've got a lot of food prep going on, so I'm really thankful for, for my own kitchen space to be able to do that, um, but anyways, I don't know if you've seen this or chosen to ignore it, but I read this online, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is what it says, COVID-19 was caused by eating animals, Ebola, swine flu, bird flu, HIV, SARS, and uh, VCJD were caused by eating animals. COVID-19 would not exist if the world was vegan. Your personal choice, quote-unquote, to eat animals impacts every living being on this planet. So, like, that's heavy. Um, I haven't been an advocate for everyone eating only plant-based, but... This one was kind of like, damn. Um, in Joe Rogan's recent podcast with Michael Osterholm, they talk about the food markets, um, like in China, where all of this started, where they have um, all these animals being sold for food. In nature, these things don't live together. These All of these animals. If we, also, if we weren't burning forests the way that we are then the migration of animals wouldn't be out of whack and with both of these things um comes the spreading of really gnarly viruses and diseases i think um i think they talk about like the the chickens in cages next to ferrets and something about their poop and the close proximity of these creatures just isn't meant to be uh so yeah go look it up go look up joe rogan's video they talk about a lot of stuff it's really interesting um, so, but this, on this topic, particularly, I learned this hardcore while living on the big island, uh, rat lungworm disease causes meningitis, and, um, it's such a new thing that there weren't answers, and there's not funding done, enough funding done, at least while I was there, maybe hopefully now there is, um, to research a lot of this, um, but it was advised to not eat raw produce. I don't know if you guys go visit Hawaii. You really need to look it up and really pay attention. Um, that um, 
we were advised to really cook the shit out of our greens. The slugs, that slime in the garden, are carrying this disease. Um, two things. They were, they were brought over here. The slugs were brought over here um, from the east as, like, escargot. So they want to eat them. Um, these ones slime over the rat and mongoose shit, which carries this disease. Um, the slugs pick it up and carry it either in their eggs or their slime. Um, they don't know, I don't think they know particularly quite what, so they don't know what to avoid. Um, so those rodents also came from the east and, um, you know, not blaming that region by any means, but just that when we mess with the migration of things, um, coming from one area and being dispersed into another, we have no idea what we're going to get. And then in my opinion, we're asking for some really funky cocktail of, you know, by eating animals. Um, so I don't know. I just, it's a good one to avoid. (laughs) I think, um, if you watch the Ted talk, coronavirus is our future with Alana Shike. She talks about this same outbreak. She talks about that the same outbreak happens all the time in factory chicken farms. Dude, say what you want, but most likely you aren't tending to your own chickens. And if you are, obviously props to you. I have nothing to say. (laughs) But most of us and the most of us who are overeating for no fucking reason are eating cheap chicken who grow up and die in the most disgusting environments. But whatever, you trust them to make sure your food is clean. So, I don't know. Here we are today. Just saying. I don't mind rice and beans and weird fake cheese and nut milks compared to that. Okay, so on that note, (laughs) I'm going to go kill my cold with a glass of wine in an Epsom salt bath with some dairy-free chocolate. Then I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up before my kids do my stretches, get a good workout in, write my journal, write in my journal to get my brain straight and hopefully tackle some stresses. Um, you know, keeping that keeping that stress level low. Um, then I'm going to try to manage a Monday with no preschool, two boys, and staying away from people. I think a hike sounds really nice, um, depending how cold it is out there. We can do this, you guys. It's just another way Mother Nature is saying stop fucking with me and just keep to the simple life (laughs) um good luck out there anyways um either way hit me up if you want some more plant-based ideas or want to know more about the clean product business i am part of and eager to grow with or if you need a rental cleaned um mama needs some wi-fi all right you guys good night Hey, if you guys want to connect with me on social media, I have a couple pages I manage. My personal one is Melbug2. If you're interested in plant-based foods and the ways I can balance and keep up in being in a kitchen or going out to eat, come follow me at an herbal perspective, three words, plus you get to see a bunch of pics of my cute kids. And of course, follow my page, Wildfire Podcast. 
for updates and discussions. And for my cleaning business, I have one called Eco Clean Colorado. See you over there. Hey, if you guys liked my podcast and would like to hear more next week, please subscribe. Maybe leave a few words of your own in the comments and share with one friend. Thank you so much. All right, so maybe now would be a good time to plug this in. But in addition to my cleaning business, I am also working with an online wellness company that has toxic-free cleaning supplies. They have over 400 products that are biodegradable, plant-based, and better for the environment, both for the planet and your home. My goal is to help people I love change their homes and then build their own business. As a product advocate, I have replaced the toxic products in my home as well as the homes I am cleaning. I also know that when people think of natural products, they they think that they are not as as effective. But in this company's case, that's not true. Not only are they scientifically proven to be just as efficient, but they have extremely high testing and approval standards. They make sure they keep their ingredients simple and have worked hard at using biodegradable packaging and also use concentrated formulas to cut back on the packaging that they used. Um, They have their own warehouse, so everything is manufactured straight up from them. And I think it's every, like, I don't think anything's older than two weeks. So I think that's pretty cool. And I have so much peace of mind in knowing the cleaning supplies I am using not only are kinder, kid-friendly, um... And okay on the surfaces I am cleaning, but they have also been tried and true for 30 years. Um, Another plus for this mom on a budget is um, they are the same price as the harsh products you see in Target or Walmart, if not cheaper. They're delivered to your door, and working with this company helps create a positive and motivating community. Their mission is to enhance the lives of those we touch by helping people reach their goals. So... You know, please reach out if you're interested in something like this. Um, if you guys know me, you know I'm I'm a bit picky, so I'm really vibing with this company right now. And I I have two passions: one, just really simplifying the products that we use and being better consumers, and also helping out, you know, anyone who wants to have a better income or create a create a community and um, have a great team. So. Hit me up if you're interested in any of that, and I would love to hear from you.